Welcome to the Unomas Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Kay. Do you find yourself looking for business and marketing advice to help you achieve your goals? Do you find yourself stuck and overwhelmed wondering what methods you can use to scale your business? What strategies should you use to grow your social media influence? And how can you leverage collaborations with some of the industry's most successful and influential entrepreneurs to build brand awareness? With over 13 years as a multipreneur, brand and social media strategist and coach, I invite you to join thousands of other listeners and me each week in elevating your brand, business, and life. With a foundation of faith and talking all things productivity, social media, business strategies, marketing, and growth, I help you pursue your God-given purpose and redefine success by creating a wildly successful, sustainable, and profitable digital-based business. But that's not all. Enjoy my collaborative conversations and interviews with industry-leading entrepreneurs to hear the best kept secrets and learn the skills and tactics they use so you can tackle your biggest goals along the way. The Uno Mas podcast is here to inspire you to dream, think, and do big. Stop feeling overwhelmed, confused, and stuck at a standstill and start feeling confident, productive, and fueled with purpose in your life and business again. Today's episode is a game changer for the female entrepreneurs and CEOs looking to make a mark in the digital world. In this episode, I'm cutting straight to the chase. Blogging isn't just a hobby. It's a powerful tool for business growth. I will share with you why blogging is essential for your brand success, break down the steps to start your blog effectively, and then we're going to analyze the best platforms to maximize your impact in 2024. I'm here to push you beyond your limits, to inspire action, and to guide you towards tangible results. Are you ready to transform your business with the power of blogging? I know I am, or well, I was, because I've been blogging for several years now. You know how it goes. Let's go ahead and dive right in. We're back again today to talk about blogging in 2024 and how to get started. Have you ever thought about blogging? Have you started blogging, but maybe you stopped and you thought maybe this is too much work? I have been there. When I first started blogging years ago, I bit off more than I could chew. And then I revisited blogging at a later date. Maybe I, when did I start blogging again? I want to say it was a couple years ago. And I created a system, a posting system, calendar, whatever you want to call it, that really fit with myself and what I best aligned with. And it just worked and I felt really good about it. And I was posting on a consistent basis and I started seeing really good results from the blogs that I was doing. I was doing brand collaborations. I was doing affiliate marketing through my blogs. And today I specifically this year, I am using my blogs in a different way that correlate closely with this podcast that I record by repurposing and cross pollinating content. And I'm going to get into all of that. But first and foremost, what is the purpose of blogging for your business? Especially for those of you that have heard about blogging, maybe you've considered doing it, but you haven't really jumped full force into it. Well, number one, it creates credibility and authority in your industry and in your niche. 
So if you are writing about your industry and your niche or topics related to it on a consistent basis and giving your take and giving your input or analyzing certain things or teaching and giving people value through your written word through a blog, this will continuously grow your credibility and authority. It also increases your visibility and SEO or search engine, I should say SER, search engine ranking. So by writing consistently, especially if you you do this on your own personal website, you are allowing the Google crawlers that whenever but anybody goes to search anything on the internet, if your blog contains the keywords that are being searched, you have a higher probability of your blog showing up as a search result or one of these search results that Google, Bing, Yahoo recommends to people when they are searching. So obviously, the more content that you're posting, the more frequently that you are posting, the more opportunity you have for your content to be seen. So it definitely increases your search engine ranking. The third thing is that it engages your audience and it builds community. I love this because one of the things that I absolutely love about blogging is the fact that I have grown a really strong, awesome community through it. Uh, Because what I'm doing is whenever I'm writing a blog, it goes off to my email marketing list. And that list is over 8,000 people at this current date and time. And I feel like I'm talking to them in a whole new way. It's better for me than social media content, even though the content on my social media, majority of it does stem from blogs that I write because I will get into this, but it's easier to take longer form content and repurpose or cross pollinate that content into your social media. So anyways, I love the community aspect from it because I feel like I'm tapping into my community in a deeper way than a simple piece of content on social media can do because you're writing more, you're sharing more of yourself, kind of like podcasting, kind of like doing video content. If you're doing longer form content, you're exposing yourself to your people more than you are with a quick pop-up, a quick blurb, a quick video, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, you are really sharing more of your mind, your words, your thoughts, your intake. And it really cultivates an awesome community if you know how to bring that community together through email marketing, through Facebook groups or other platforms like Discord, so on and so forth. But another thing that blogs will do is upon building that community, it kind of stems from this organic traffic that blogs allow. So because you're writing the blogs and there's a lot of words that the Google crawlers can go, you know, crawl through and read and see if your content is relevant to things that people are searching online. If you're also putting on Pinterest and other social media accounts, right? You are going to naturally get people from all these different places coming to read your blog, but ultimately it's all coming from organic traffic. The next thing is the opportunity to monetize your blog. So if you can prove that you have a certain amount of subscribers or readers on an ongoing basis, or you're growing an email list that's tied into your blogging efforts, then you can leverage that for a brand collaboration, for monetization. So you can do affiliate linking if you are an affiliate with, oh my gosh, you can be an affiliate basically with anything and everything these days. I think I'm an affiliate with everything that I use and love because why wouldn't I be? If I love it and I'm using it and I'm going to share it with other people, then 
yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll take a kickback. Wouldn't you? I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's sharing things that you love and the company rewarding you in that share. So you can do affiliate marketing. You can do brand collaborations. You can guest blog on other people's blogs. There's a lot of things that you can do. You can incorporate your podcast and your YouTube into your blog that also kind of spikes up monetization through those platforms. So there's all these different routes and avenues that you can take to kind of monetize the blogs that you are writing. Another reason why you would want to blog in 2024 or ever for that matter, would be to enhance your social media strategy. So as I was saying just a minute ago, a lot of the blogs that I write, um, we repurpose those into social media posts. So imagine you doing a podcast or a long form video or a long blog and say it's a 1500, 1200, even an 800 word, 900 word blog. Okay. A decently length blog. All of that content can be chopped up into carousels, static posts. You can create mini videos, reels, shorts. There's so much you can do. And I absolutely love this. It's it's a time saver. I'm huge on time saving. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a multi-business owner. I'm a podcaster and now diving in more into my YouTube channel. I'm doing all these things. I don't have the time to recreate different pieces of content for different social media platforms every single day and generate new ideas and concepts and all of that jazz. Like, Why not take my efforts from a single thing, a video that I'm doing right now, a blog that I'm writing, and chop that up into bits and pieces of social media content that can go to X, that can go to threads, that can go to Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook. And why not do that? It saves time. Okay. This is why I absolutely love blogging. So let's talk now about how you can get started because it's actually very simple. It just takes you doing the small step of getting started and actually doing it with intentional focus and action to get started. So the first thing is identifying your blog's purpose in your audience. So I, when I first started blogging, I don't think I really determined what my purpose was. I knew who my audience was, but because I didn't understand the purpose of my blog, I was kind of all over the place. And these next two things kind of go hand in hand. So identifying, the first thing is identifying your purpose in your audience. But then the next thing after that would be identifying your content pillars. So your content pillars, or sometimes you might hear me say this, content buckets, they are basically the topics and the areas that you specialize in, that you could go on and on and on about every single day. And for me, that is social media, branding, digital marketing, and um, business streamlining. Having your content pillars, having a clear purpose, and then knowing your audience is really the foundation to any blog and really anything when it comes to business. Because if you don't know that, then you're not really going to know what the heck you're writing about, who you're writing to, and why you're writing to them. Like, I mean, you could wake up every single day and and write in your journal and your diary about your everyday life. And that might be your purpose to share your journey, your story, your life, because you feel that what you're going through or what you have gone through, it's going to benefit somebody. It's going to change somebody's life. It's going to impact them in some way, shape or form. For me, I have many, many years and, and a whole family. Honestly, I was born into an entrepreneurial family. Okay. I became an entrepreneur at at what I believe a fairly young age. 
I feel like my experience, my education, my knowledge, my encounters through my everyday life positions me with authority to speak on these topics that I want to speak on with my purpose and goal of helping you, the viewer, the follower, the listener of streamlining, optimizing, and scaling your business. Whereas before, I was like throwing darts and aimlessly hitting really nothing because I just had no clue what I was doing. So the next thing, after you figure out your purpose, your audience, and you choose your content pillars, right? Next thing is to choose a platform. And I'm going to kind of jump forward because this will just help here because one of the last things I wanted to talk about was the platforms that I would recommend. Many of them you've already heard of. And honestly, (laughs) one of the things that I'm so good at doing is trying every flipping platform, every piece of technology out there. I feel like I try everything and I I look like I'm very unstable. (laughs) I look like I'm very unstable because I'm always jumping to different platforms. But if you know something about me, I always go back to my favorites, right? And all of these that I'm going to mention to you right now, I have tried, I have used, and I have my favorites. But anyways, platforms, WordPress. Okay, WordPress is pretty much a standard go-to platform. WordPress is a great platform. There's a lot to it. Um, You can do a very simplistic platform um, with WordPress, or you can go more expansive. But WordPress is the go-to. I feel like everybody knows WordPress, and it's a great platform to start. It's very flexible, and the customization of the platform is awesome. Squarespace, it's very user-friendly. It's a drag-and-drop platform. It also allows you to create You know, your... I mean, all of these pretty much allow you to create your own website within it. I love Squarespace. You will see a lot of the female entrepreneurs go towards Squarespace. Um, I was on Squarespace for a while until we recently, I've actually was on WordPress for a very, for many years. And then we went to Squarespace because I just wanted something easier. And then we are now on Wix. And that is my third platform. It's easy to use. It's a drag and drop system. It's functional. I get good traffic on Wix and I just love how everything on Wix, especially If you're a website designer or a website developer, you're going to go more towards like the WordPress route. But if you know web design and know web developing, but can also appreciate the drag and drop simplicity of templates, then Wix is going to be your jam. The next two are favorites among, I would say, many people that are bloggers. They're they're up there in regards to the blogging world. And that is Medium. This one is really good for ideal exposure and networking opportunities. And then you have Blogger, which is a Google integrated platform that is very simple. I honestly would recommend this. Go to Google, go to YouTube. This is one thing I do with all platforms before I I give it a go or a try. Most of these have trials before you pay anything, if you were to have to pay anything. But I always go to YouTube first and I look at the platform, like the how-to videos, because it gives me an inside look into what the back-end system of the platform is, what I'm gonna have to navigate in order to get my blogs up, right? Always start there. Then go to the website, see if there are fees associated, see what the perks are, see what you know everybody is talking about in regards to blogs and things like that. And then lastly, just give it a go. And you're going to find out what you like. You're going to find out. There's people out there that hate Wix, and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. I have clients that are adamant about not using Wix that only want websites on WordPress. And then I have other people that hate WordPress and want Squarespace and who hate WordPress and Squarespace and want Wix. So Ultimately, just make your own decision based on that. 
Let's go back to how to get started. So you've chosen your purpose. You've chosen your audience. You've chosen your content pillars. You've now chosen your platform on where you want to post. And then the next thing is creating a content strategy. So remember at the beginning of this video, when I told you when I was blogging years ago, I kind of bit off more than I could chew. Well, that was the case. I committed to blogging Monday, Wednesday, and Friday every single week. I thought that that was going to really increase my SEO efforts, really increase my SER, search engine ranking, really drive more organic traffic, ultimately make me more money. But what I was not prepared for is how flipping exhausting it is. Like I, I mean, for some some companies where they have a team of bloggers, that's great. And they can manage that. If blogging is your sole focus in 2024, you could probably crush this out specifically now with the help of chat GPT. My goodness, chat GPT can write blogs for people like in a matter of seconds, this might be easier today than what it was a few years ago, but I exhausted myself. So now I've created a strategy where we do two blogs. I do two blogs a week. And I say we, because I have a brand and digital marketing agency and my team helps, you know, facilitate the posting and everything like that. But what I do is every single Wednesday, a new blog drops along with a new podcast in the blog is not anything associated with the new podcast. The blog is completely separate. It's a topic that I wanted to focus on for the week. And it's just written words of my thoughts and my intake and my opinions on things relating to branding, social media, business, streamlining, and digital marketing and a dribble of entrepreneurship and sometimes my life. (laughs) That's Wednesday. And then on Wednesday, because we do the podcast, that drops on Wednesday, obviously the live podcast. And then I also do a live recording of that podcast on YouTube. Um, Actually, a different podcast. The podcast that's ahead is what I record on Wednesdays, the live recording. And then on Thursdays is another blog. Thursday's blog is the broken up, condensed version of the transcript of the podcast that was also posted on Wednesday. I hope you're getting what I'm saying because I'm confusing myself as I say this out loud. But anyways, I come up with a content strategy. (laughs) And based on that strategy, we know I know what I need to create and what's going to get posted and what out of those long form pieces of content, whether it be a podcast, a video or a blog, we are going to break up and chop down into little tiny bits and pieces to dribble across all other social media platforms. And it works. So really, and ultimately, I am spending time doing two big things a week. One, writing a blog, and two, planning content for a live recorded podcast that is going to be live on YouTube. And then that gets chopped up and repurposed into social media content and actual podcasts that goes out at a later date, videos, shorts, all that jazz. I'm doing two big things in a week. But from those two main efforts, it's getting chopped up and redistributed. Sounds like a plan, right? Sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, I was exhausting myself. Last year, even, I was exhausting myself showing up on all these platforms and trying to create, 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 create for all these platforms. And I stopped at the end of the last year and I thought to myself, what am I doing? Like, this is not even, this is not even enjoyable. This is not fun. I am draining myself trying to create content and become a content creator when ultimately I just want to help people. Like I just want to educate people. So when I thought to myself, 
what can I do and really pour my time and efforts into that are going to give me the biggest return on my invested time, blogging and podcasting. And that's exactly where I'm at today. So once you get started after knowing your purpose, your audience, your content pillars, choosing a platform, the next thing is you're going to want to look at a calendar, whether it's a week or a month, and you're going to want to map out a strategy. If I'm posting on Wednesday for my blog, or I'm posting on Monday and Wednesday for my blog, then when do I have to have the blogs written by? When can I spend time chopping up that content that I just wrote and redistributing it and cross-pollinating it on other social media platforms? Where are you even going to be showing up on social media? All of this stuff has to go into your content strategy. Then after you've got this all ironed out, you want to start writing your blog. But Whitney, I have complete writer's block. I'm stuck. What do I even do? How do I even do it? And what do I even talk about? Well, go back to your content pillars. Then what I would recommend, use the fabulous flipping tool that we have right now today and chat GPT. Go over there, say, I have to write a blog on business streamlining. Give me several topics that would interest a female entrepreneur or business owner. I'm acting as if this was me um, on this topic in the form of a blog. Like what can I write about basically? Chat GPT is gonna spit out more than likely 10 to 20 different topics and ideas. Then you find one that you like and you ask it to help you write out talking points in in your blog in relation to this topic that you've chosen. It's going to give you talking points. Then it's upon you to do your own research, to go over and read other blogs, watch other videos, go to books that you've read in the past or books that you have currently on your bookshelf, do some research, go into your own personal experiences and start putting your brain on paper, your thoughts, your intake on paper. And while simultaneously using ChatGPT to either refine what you're putting out there or give you more ideas and inspiration to pour into that blog. Ultimately, if you're using the skill set of ChatGPT as well with yourself, you can create a blog very, very quickly. I will write out an introduction that I want for my blog and I just need it to be a little bit better worded or maybe better filled with SEO efforts, search engine optimized efforts in regards to my keywords and things like that. I will even give ChatGPT my entire blog and say, I have this, this is my main keyword that I want to be searched for on Google. Make sure that this blog contains this keyword throughout it more than what it currently has. And ChatGPT will take my words, rewrite it exactly as needed and plug in that keyword in areas that need it needs to be in order to make sure that my blog is more SEO friendly. I can do a training on this later, but there is so much power in today's tools with AI that can help you position yourself as a credible industry leading blogger. You just have to take the time to get started. And there's so many benefits to it. I think the number one benefit that I've come to realize today is the repurposing efforts of a blog. I don't know about you, but I am all about writing one long blog and taking that single blog and chopping it up into 15 pieces of an Instagram, 15 different posts for Instagram, 15, five posts for Instagram, five posts for LinkedIn and five posts for Facebook, wherever you want to show up and breaking it down into like 30 different 
you know, X posts. I don't even know what we call those anymore. They're not tweets. What are those? Does anybody know? Let me know because I still don't even know what we call those things. Um, thread posts. There, you can take so much content from your blogging efforts and repost it across so many social media platforms. It is ridiculous. That alone should be purpose enough for you to write a blog or get started writing a blog in 2024. I think the biggest hurdle you're going to have to get over is you just saying, I'm going to do it and actually doing it. Like you have to hold yourself accountable. If you found this valuable, if you want more tips on how to grow your business in 2024, I'm going to encourage you to join my SOS collective. It's going to be linked in the podcast notes. And I want you to go ahead and click that link. I want you to join us. This is a community of high level female entrepreneurs and business owners where I coach you on how to streamline your business, optimize your digital presence and scale with sustainable strategies and systems in place for your brand and your business. I almost had a brain fart. Here's to blogging in 2024. And I absolutely know you're going to see the success that you desire with it. If you just put the time, tension, and action behind getting started. Thank you for taking the time to listen to today's episode of Uno Moss podcast. What can you do to help support me moving forward? Well, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform. Leave a review and a rating because it's your reviews that matter most. And it's your reviews that help us get this show found by new listeners. And share this podcast with your friends, family, and followers on all your social media accounts. Tag me, the Whitney K, and at Uno Moss Podcast for a listener spotlight on our social media accounts.